Welcome to The Soft Life with me, Candy Washington, where we explore all things self-love, manifestations, and relationships with a cheeky dash of pop culture news. So be sure to subscribe, share, and join us on Patreon. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. As always, I'm your girl, Candy Washington. So let's dive into today's tea, into today's mess. We'll be talking about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills tea, along with Vanderpump Rules tea as well. All right, so let's dive in. But before we do, you know what to do. Go ahead and like the video, subscribe to the channel, share with a friend, Check down below and join our newsletter. So with that, let's dive into today's first story. Hi, Eileen. What's up? She says, hello, everyone. She's a channel member. Shout out to Eileen. All right, let's dive right on in. So word on the street is that pump is closing. Now, side note to all of this, there has been a lot of conversations, rumors, accusations, allegations that Lisa Vanderpump and Todd have been having financial problems, financial issues, financial trouble, okay? I don't know if this is true or not. I don't know what the deal is. We'll find out. But now they're saying that pump might be closing and then Lisa is clapping back. Here we go. This is according to Reality Blurb. Hi, Vanessa. What's up? I'm having a good day. You too. All right, let's dive in. It says, Lisa Vanderpump's West Hollywood restaurant, Pump, could soon close its doors. Weeks after California's Alcoholic Beverage Control Board temporarily suspended the venue's liquor license, it has been revealed that unless the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills alum and Vanderpump Rules star signs a new lease, Pump could shut down in just 90 days. Uh. On March 29th, Eater confirmed Lisa, who co-owns the venue with her husband, Ken Todd, has been unable to agree with her landlords for Pump, which they initially opened in 2014 and earlier this week. A new real estate listing was shared. Okay, I have a couple of thoughts on this. The first is, let's first talk about the California Alcoholic Beverage Control Board, suspending the license and all this, that, and the third. This is the thing. I think the reason why they did that, unfortunately, is because of Scandaval. Because don't forget, right when Scandaval hit, that's when the California Alcoholic Beverage Control Board went after pump. And this was right after... Every uh, all of the bad Yelp reviews on TomTom. Tom. And the reason why I bring that up is because I think the the notoriety, the the publicness of it, the I don't know, like what word am I looking for? Do you know what I mean? Like the sensationalism of it all. Like it was on CNN, it was in the New York Post, it was been trending forever, brought so much attention to their restaurants that I think they were like, oh, let's jump on board with this. Let's look, let's like let's look into this. You know, is there a money grab here? Because the accusations was that Pump was selling alcohol to uh, people who were underage, that they were lying about their liquor sales, all this, that, and a third. And I'm kind of like, if they're selling alcohol to people who are underage, 
that's a really big deal. That's a really big deal. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on here with that one, you guys. But let's keep going. And I think they got the smoke because of all the backlash. Now, to piggyback off of that, the reason why I think that they're having such a problem with the landlords is I bet you they probably signed a certain year lease, like a three-year lease, a five-year lease, whatever it is. And this year is probably the renegotiation year, renegotiating the terms of the lease. That's why they're saying they're unable to agree with the landlords. I think the landlords, and just like I, the reason why I brought up the scandal of it all, is a money grab. I think they're probably asking for way more money. They're like, well, you're on Bravo all these years. The scandal pump rules is going great. Pony up the dough. Pony up the dough. But let's keep going. City Street Commercial is pleased to present, and this this was the caption for it being on the market. City Street Commercial is pleased to present 8948 Santa Monica Boulevard in the heart of West Hollywood. 8948 Santa Monica Boulevard, and I'm not doxing anybody, this is the address to pump, um, sits along West Hollywood's Boys Town, an area that is a popular destination for locals with high foot traffic and an amazing demographic and mix of single family and multifamily homes, read a post shared on Instagram on March 28th. As fans have seen, Lisa spoke out against the potential closure of Pump earlier this month, suggesting that while they may not have been under a lease at the time, they were attempting to work out a deal. Again, that's why I thought I said, that's why I said they were probably locked in a certain year lease. That year has come up and now they're renegotiating the terms of the lease. Let's keep going. We've been at pump. We've been in the pump location for 10 years. We've had a great relationship with the landlord and are currently discussing re-signing re- re- our lease over the next few months, but haven't made a decision and we, will, and we will be open tonight, Lisa told Entertainment Tonight's weeks ago. We're also currently expanding our empire and we'll be opening two more restaurants with Caesars Palace. Still, at the same time, as an insider said, the restaurant has been struggling since the start of the pandemic in March 2020. Real estate broker Leslie Harrow confirmed the business's landlords were, quote, looking for a long-term tenant. This is the thing. A lot of businesses, especially restaurants, especially in the hospitality um, industry, was really hit hard by the pandemic. And also real estate in general, whether it's commercial, whether it's residential, has been hit really hard. And unfortunately, because I don't like to think about, not think about, but I like to speak negativity out. But unfortunately, a lot of these landlords are slumlords. You know, they're evicting people. They are gouging, hiking up the prices. You know, it's it's really sick. So I wouldn't be surprised if this was a money grab from the landlords. The lease is up. It's time to renegotiate. They're trying to hike up the prices to the highest bidder. That's what it seems like is going on. So we'll see. We'll see. Leslie City Street Commercial Brokerage posted the listing for the property this week, but didn't share any financial terms. Instead, it was noted that a 10-year lease was offered and that the property could be available within the next 90 days. The news of Pump's potential closure comes just under three years after Lisa shut down her Beverly Hills hotspot, Villa Blanca. 
that's another thing. I would be very, very, I mean, I'm just speaking personally. I don't know about everybody else's situations, but I would be very, very wary of signing a 10-year lease on anything. <laughs> on anything. 10 years? A 10-year lease? That's a long time. That That's a long time. And no tea, no shade, but um, Lisa and Ken are getting older, you know? And I'm not saying that in the sense of, like, something's bad, like they're going to pass away. Like, absolutely not. But, like, maybe they're thinking about where do they want to expand to? Maybe they want to slow down. What locations do they want to still have and not have? Ten years is a very long time. To me, it seems like a negotiation tactic from the landlords to either get them out or to gouge them for more money. But I want to know what you guys think. As always, put it down below. Let me know what you think. Do you think that this kind of confirms the rumors that Lisa Vanderpump and Ken Todd might be having some money problems or anything like that? Or do you think this is just a casualty of the pandemic like a lot of places have been? Do you think it's going to close and if it closes, what does that mean? Is this the end of Vanderpump, truly the end of Vanderpump rules? Because it is the restaurant that's supposed to be the central part, common denominator of all the cast members. But as we know now, about 80% of the cast members don't even work there anymore. So put it down below. But stick around my candy canes because we have a lot more to cover. So be sure to subscribe, like, and share, and join our newsletter about and join our newsletter down below. So with that, let's dive into our next story. Okay, so this one is about Erica Jane spilling the tea on the upcoming season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. She gets into it. So this is according to Reality Blurb. It says, Erica Jane addressed her future Las Vegas residency, the rumored new housewife Anne-Marie Wiley, and the recent filming of Cynthia Bailey, Denise Richards, and Camille Grammer on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Now, this is the thing. I'm going to first talk about Anne-Marie Wiley for a second, then we'll get into more of the article and we'll get into it. I saw that her and her husband are Candace Owens' uh supporters if you got if you guys don't know who Candace Owens is she is a uh I guess you could call her a political commentator I guess she's very right wing she was a uh tea supporter she's very close to Kanye West she has a lot of controversial thoughts and ideas very 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 conservative and Anne Marie and her husband are friends with her the reason why I bring this up is because it was said that her and her husband, Marcus Wiley, who is an ex-NFL player, he was being very vocal about transgender athletes and whether or not they should be allowed to compete against, you know, people who are born with certain genders. I'm trying to be very, I, you know, I obviously don't know everything when it comes to transgender or sexuality or identity. So I'm trying to be very careful. But basically he was saying, I don't have a problem with transgender people, but it's concerning or he has an issue with, you know, if my daughter wants to go and play basketball or whatever it is, and there's a person who's transitioned from 
being born a man to now being a female. And now that person is trying to compete against my daughter who was born a female. He was like, I kind of take issue with that. It doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem fair. And he's like, I'm not talking about human rights. I'm talking about biology. So I'm not going to say what I think. I think that it's a good, as long as it's done in a respectful way, I think it's a really good, I think it's a healthy discussion to have about it. I think I can see both sides and all sides into it, but that's just something to keep in the back of our minds as Anne-Marie joins the show. Now for me with Anne-Marie, again, I got to get more of her energy. I just don't understand. I don't get it, I guess. I don't get why her What's the chemistry like? What's the energy like? What's the relationship like? I know they're going to try to bring Anne-Marie onto the show through Kyle. To me, that's not landing as authentic. To me, it's going to feel almost like in New York when Leah brought on Ebony and that, and that relationship was completely forced, faked, and phony. So uh, I'm kind of I'm on the fence with Anne-Marie. I'm kind of like I'm not really sure how she's going to fit, but I'm being very open-minded, very open-minded. I want to see what's going to happen. All right. With that being said, let's get back to Miss Erica, the louse Jane. So Erica Jane addressed her future. Okay, here we go. The franchise is rife with many changes after Lisa Renna and Diana Jenkins departed the cast, AKA were fired. As of now, several reports are surfacing about the new cast, which is currently filming. Speaking with E.T., Erica addressed her soon-to-be-announced Las Vegas residency. It's amazing, and I'm so excited, and you must come, said the singer, declaring that the announcement will be made in a couple of days. It's a dream come true, actually, Erica continued. It's a dream of mine to have a Vegas residency, and it's happening. Erica Jane, shut up. I'm sorry, I just cannot celebrate anything for her. Like, I can't. I can't. Unless the government is going to garnish your Las Vegasy wages and give them to the victims. I'm not celebrating you, Erica Jane. I'm not. I'm not celebrating you. I don't give a damn about you, Erica. What are you gonna do about it? What are you gonna do about it, Erica? Huh? You gonna melt, Ice Queen? Let's go. Despite the exits of her allies, Lisa and Diana, Erica seemingly isn't worried about where she stands in the friendship group weeks after a report came out last month alleging her castmates wanted her gone from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I have I've had long-standing friendship with Drake, Kimsley, and Kyle Richards, and you know, I've been with these other ladies for a couple of years now, explained Erica. So it's not terrible. It's not like I don't have friends. Erica, you don't have friends and it is terrible. Number one, didn't you at BravoCon get up there on stage and say that the next couple to divorce was going to be PK and Dorit? But now you want to sit up there and claim that you and Dorit are still friends? And also behind the scenes, they were saying that you were the one who wanted them to talk more about Kyle and Mauricio and PK and Dorit's lawsuits because you were tired of everybody talking about the Girardi cases and lawsuits. So do you really have friends? I don't think so. And even prior to that, it was very, very telling when at the very last season or the very last episode of last season, remember when Dorit said, and this was very telling of Dorit more than anybody else, Remember when Dorit was um, there and Lisa Renna and Erica Jane left Kyle's party 
basically with their tail between their legs. And she goes to the group. She goes, yeah, I know the two of them are close, but I'm on my own island and it feels good. Remember Dorit said that? Dorit is nobody's friend. Not Kyle's because she's, you know, dipping it and doing it with Mauricio. And not Erica because she was only friends with Erica out of convenience. So, Erica, you don't have any friends. I want to see how that's going to go. When asked about rumored new castmate Anne Marie, Erica answered, I can neither confirm nor, nor deny, but she stared that the nurse um, anesthesiast is a cool chick. She seems really nice. I met her one time. Erica also addressed reports that Cynthia from the Real Housewives of Atlanta, as well as Real Housewives of Beverly Hills alums Denise and Camille, were spotted filming a recent dinner at Kyle's home. I don't know if that's something that the audience wants to see or producers want to see. It's not really up to me, said Erica. I just think it's cool when they show up and when we are and when we were together. Erica, this is what I will say. I'm interested in seeing the dynamic between Erica and Dorit and Dorit. And also Erica and Kyle. I think that's going to be an interesting dynamic to watch. Because at the current moment, they are the last of the faux Fox 5 standing. Lisa Renna has been fired. Dirty Dirty Diana Jenkins was an honorary member. She's been fired. Teddy Mellencamp was an original member. She's been fired. I know Teddy is saying, oh, they asked me to film. You know, she's doing the most, talking about she almost divorced Eddie. I know Teddy's out there being thirsty. But Teddy's fired. She doesn't have a diamond. Um, hey, Sierra content. Um, you know, out there doing the absolute most. So they're really the last one standing. So I'm interested. I'm very interested, interested in seeing what that dynamic will be. I'm also interested in seeing what the dynamic between Erica and Garcelle will be without Lisa Rinna. And also with the weight of what really happened with Bachgate hanging over them. I'm also interested in this Anne Marie only in the sense of my gut says she's not a fit. I don't know. And then also Erica and Sutton. We'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see how that goes. All right. Hold on. Let's. I wanted to. So Natoski says, I mean, we should be talking about their lawsuits too, though. Yes, of course we should be talking about Kyle's and Mauricio's and Dorit's and PK's lawsuits 100%. However, what I was referring to was in context of Erica Jane saying, I'm friends with Dorit, I'm friends with Kyle, I have friends, like I don't have friends. Well, if you're in one hand saying, I'm friends with all of these chicks, but then on the other hand, behind the scenes, you're trying to expose all of their secrets on the show and throwing them under the bus to take the heat off of yourself. Are these really your friends? You know, it's different to bring it up on camera, talk about it, you know, be authentic. I'm not saying be like a Robin and, and Giselle where Robin's just like lying for the homie. Absolutely not. But I also think it's a little hypocritical for Erica to be like, I have all these friends, they're my friends, but yet you're you're talking about you're about to divorce. Let's get all your lawsuits on the show. More in that position, if that makes sense. All right, you guys. So put it down below. Let me know what you guys think. Okay. Let me know what you guys think. What do you think about Erica? 
lying and saying she's still friends with these ladies. I don't think so. What do you think about all of the OG cameos we're going to see? You know, Kim Richards is filming. Denise Richards is filming. Cynthia Bailey is filming. This new housewife, Anne Marie, is filming. Do you think Kathy Hilton's actually going to make a cameo? Do you think she's going to come on or not? Erica was also trying to clown Kathy. She was like, well, you know, I'm still here and Kathy isn't. Well, Lisa Renna, your homie got fired. And yeah, you might be here only because of Tom Girardi's lawsuits. But Kathy still reigns. She's still the queen. And I bet you she will definitely make an appearance. Um, and who else is filming? Oh, Camille. Camille is filming too. So what do you think about that? And what do you think the dynamics and the allegiances and the alliances and the true friendships will be? Um, Sutton and Crystal have been very quiet. I've seen a little bit about them out there, but nothing too interesting, if that makes sense. So we'll see what happens with that. And then Kyle, we're going to get more into Kyle in our next, in one of our upcoming stories. So with that, you guys, stick around, Candy Canes. We've got more stories coming for you. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share, and join the newsletter down below. All right. So with that, let's move on to our next story. So the Beverly Hills Vanderpump Rules crossover is the gift that keeps on giving. Now, I don't know how I feel about this. We'll go through the article. We'll get the tea and then we'll see how we feel about it. Okay. So allegedly, Garcelle's son, Oliver, is defending Raquel. Now, as we all know, Oliver um, is on Vanderpump Rules. He kind of has like a little cameo, even less than a friend of, at least for this season. But I do think that if Vanderpump Rules gets renewed for next season, I bet you he's bumped up either to a full-time cast member or at least to more of a friend of role. But I do think his position will be bumped way up next season. And we also know that he got with Raquel in Vegas when Lala wanted him, when he was allegedly either separated from his wife or not separated from his wife, whatever you think. I think he was separated, but the wife did not want to be separated. And I think that's what happened. But let's get into it. Let's talk about it, okay? This is from Reality Blurb. Garcelle Bouvet's son, Oliver Saunders, addressed the media backlash against Raquel amid her affair with Tom Sandoval. Erica Jane cursing at his brother bot attacks, and the recent cheating allegations. The 32-year-old who's been featured on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and Vanderpump Rules made headlines after kissing Raquel. And according to Oliver's soon-to-be ex-wife, his romance with Raquel occurred before the breakup. In an interview for Behind the Velvet Rope podcast, Oliver defended Raquel, who reportedly slept with her good friend Ariana Maddox's boyfriend, against the media backlash. He says, It's not the right thing to do to somebody, but it's like she's living her life. Everybody makes mistakes. It's crazy that so many people want to try to crucify her for this, as if they've never made a mistake or they've never made the wrong choice before. It's a human. He adds, It rubs me the wrong way how many people I feel are so quick to judge or say negative things about somebody without really genuinely knowing the person. Okay, Oliver, if you're going to stick around, you need to buck up. Uh, Don't you know how reality TV and social media works or just television in general? (laughs) If you're going to be a celebrity in any sense, and even before social media, you're judged without people genuinely knowing you because the only thing we ever actually really know about you 
is your persona. So, yeah, I'm going to judge you if you get up on the screen and you're busting it open for six different men, one of them being one of your really close friends, boyfriends of nearly a decade behind her back. Yeah, I'm going to judge that. But let me clean that up a bit because I don't mean I'm judging her for who she wants to be with, who she wants to sleep with, the number. I don't care about that. I'm not shaming her for that. There's no shame in that. The judgment comes from you're on a reality TV show and you're lying about your life because you're faking it with Tom Schwartz and you're faking it with Oliver and you're faking it with Peter. And then it turns out you've been having a full-blown sexual, emotional affair with one of your really good friend's boyfriends. Yeah, I'm judging you for that. Yeah, we are. You know, and Oliver, listen, Oliver, don't make me Tyra Banks you right now. And what I mean by that is don't make me say we were all rooting for you. We were all rooting for you, Oliver. But you coming out on this podcast talking about you don't, you don't rubs you the wrong way, people judging, blah, 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 blah. Why? Is it because it hits too close to home with your cheating allegations? Like, this was the wrong road, Oliver. This was the wrong road. Like, you need to take a page from your mother. Because Garcelle, she gets media. She gets how to interview. She gets how to get her point across. But she doesn't come across as divisive. This was the wrong road, Oliver. Wrong road. You should have just been like, yeah, you know, everybody makes mistakes. And you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But like literally actively defending this chick. Why? Because you got with her? And again, I'm going to be very clear. This is just my opinion. My opinion, because again, I don't want, we all know Rachel likes to sue people. But it just, in my opinion, I think that what happened between Oliver and Raquel was more than just the kiss we saw. I think way more happened. I think that's why she was late coming back to the hotel room. I think that's why she was um, more lit than the other girls were. I think she went off with Oliver, did whatever, then came back to the hotel room, showered up, put on the T-shirt. All of the other girls were already in the hotel room, you know, hanging out or whatever. And then she came back all, you know, basically smelling a sex, in my personal opinion. And this is just my opinion. I'm not saying this is true. I'm not saying this is fact, in my opinion. Oliver, this is the wrong road. This was the wrong road for you. Also, another reason why this was the wrong road for you, just literally from a strategic standpoint, just from a, a strategic standpoint, if you're going to come back to Vanderpump Rules, which I think you want to, I think it's pretty obvious you want the fame, you want to be on the show, which is totally fine, who doesn't, whatever. This was the wrong stance to take. Why are you defending Rachel Raquel when literally everyone else cannot stand her? And I'm not even talking about Tom Sandoval because Tom Sandoval at this point is just like, he's Tom Hanks lost on an island and Rachel Raquel is the weird volleyball that he talks to because he's all alone and he has nobody else to talk to. So he talks to Raquel because she's literally the only thing there. So if you want to come back to the show, you are now alienating the entire cast. 
you are alienating the entire cast. So it's going to be a little bit of a tougher sell for you to now come back. And I think you can. Like, this is just one article. This is just one podcast. It's not that big of a deal. Like, it's fine. But I'm just saying from a strategic standpoint, if you want to next season bump up your role, you're going to have to kind of figure out a way to not alienate yourself from the entire cast. I'm not saying you can't be honest. I'm not saying you can't share your opinion. I'm not saying you can't be yourself. But we all know reality TV is still a television show. There's storylines. It's produced. There's relationships. If nobody wants to film with Raquel, why do you think it's a good idea to try to defend her at the same time while clearly trying to get a better position on the show? That's just a little bit of strategy for you, Oliver. And yeah, I mean, of course you're. I would. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be doing it. But that's that's him. But let's keep going. When asked about the hate toward Tom versus the hate toward Raquel, Oliver expressed, I don't know if it's like a double standard, like a guy to woman type thing with the cheating controversy. I don't really know what it is, why people are so fueled against her as opposed to both of them. Well, that sounds like a cute little soundbite. And Oliver, I really do like you, but unfortunately, that's not true. Like, Tom Sandoval has gotten just as much hate as Raquel has. You know, people went to his show and were heckling him, yelling cheater, cheater, yelling Ariana um, over and over again. Um, You know what I mean? Uh, His business suffered. People were, you know, bombing the Yelp reviews at TomTom. Like all of his friends have kind of deserted him. Like Tom Sandoval has gotten a lot of heat just like Raquel has. I don't think that this applies. I don't think there's been a double standard. I don't think it's been like, oh, Tom, you did something bad, but we forgive you. Horrible, horrible, Rachel. No, I think that Tom Sandoval and Raquel have both gotten a fair amount of backlash over this. In my personal opinion, and I want to know what you guys think, put it down below. I don't think there's been a sexist double standard where it's like, oh, we go after the woman more than the man. I think we've gone after Tom and we're going after Tom. Same thing with Raquel. So I don't really think that applies here. That's just my personal opinion. I don't know. You guys put it down. Okay. Oliver shared if he and Raquel kept keep in touch. He goes, We do have another episode that's coming up in the next week or two, I believe, of when I went to pump with my mother and Lisa and we shot at pump. Then me and Raquel went went out to dinner in Beverly Hills. So we spoke a little bit after that. We haven't spoken since, he revealed. We haven't stayed in touch. No. This is a thing, Oliver. This is where I think he's getting it wrong. This is where I think he's getting it wrong. And, and you need to talk to your mom because your mom has this on lock. Like she's, she's perfected this. She needs to get whoever who's on her team to be on your team too. Oliver, the problem is you're forgetting that you're on a reality show. And when you're on a reality show, we get it. It's a reality show, their personas, but your personality, what you do on camera, off camera is going to have an effect on how we view you as the, quote, persona character that you're playing. 
So I think in his mind, he thinks he's on a, I think Oliver thinks he's on a TV show. Like I think in Oliver's mind, he's on a scripted TV show. No, (laughs) you're not. Where he's like, yeah, we clocked in and we clocked out. Raquel's great. Why are they so bad at her? She's great. We did the scenes. We shot the scenes. We haven't spoken since. She's a great girl. Well, of course you're thinking she's a great girl because the scenes you did, you had her tongue, your tongue down her throat and she had her tongue down your throat. And then you went to Beverly Hills and had a great dinner after Lisa Vanderpump and your mom chopped it up. I would think that that would be great too. That would be great too. You know? But he's forgetting that you're not on a TV show. Not You're not on a scripted series. You're on a reality show. And those are two different arenas. Two different arenas. It just, I don't know if this is like the best look for him. Let's keep going. The star claimed that he was separated from his wife when the Raquel, when the Raquel romance took place. To be completely honest, I was. I was separated at the time that we shot the show, even all those months ago. I remember after we filmed, I took an Uber back to my apartment. So it's, we have been going through things prior to that. Obviously, you know, the kiss didn't help make things be cordial or anything like that. But we were separated and at the time just trying to, just trying to figure things out. He then alluded to his ex-wife cheating accusations. When my son's mother went out of her way to say things about me and stuff like that that weren't true, Lisa reached out to me because I was, I didn't know how to feel about going to work. I didn't know if it was going to be like hostile. Some people were going to feel some type of way. Lisa was like, listen, there's always scandals. She's like, I've dealt with scandals a million times worse. You know, she's like, it'll be talked about for a day or two. And then everything is back to normal. He also claimed he had no idea how Lala Kent felt about him during his flirtation with Raquel. All right, before we get into that, let's talk about something else. This is the thing. Okay, I'm gonna, Kimberly, Kimberly Lindsay says, Oliver seems honest. Why can't he have his own opinion? He seems to have, be of the mindset in which he doesn't follow others, is strong enough to stand for his own beliefs. That's not the issue. It's a, I, I'm happy you brought that up because that's a good that's a good point. But that's not the issue. Oliver, of course, we're all allowed to have our own opinion, our own beliefs, our own whatever. I'm just coming from the standpoint of this just doesn't seem like a good a, a good look, and it's a little bit unclear of exactly what his opinion is stemming from. Is his opinion stemming from the fact that? He's also been called a cheater. He's also had his cheating allegations. So he identifies with Raquel. And is like, oh, can't we just forgive everybody and let it go? You know, it, does he have this opinion because the only times he's been with her, they've been, ma- they've been drunk and making out? And there's a sexual chemistry there? Do you know what I mean? But, and it's also the bigger the bigger picture of it all, you know, it's not just like, oh, she made a mistake and was, you know, wasted or she just got excited and was in the moment and she made a mistake and she hooked up with her friend's boyfriend and it's this bad thing. We get it. It's the totality of it all. And that's what we've been saying forever. It's the totality of it all. Having a, in my mind, I think it's been at least a year, but let's say seven months to a year long affair a year-long affair, sexual affair with your friend's man is not a mistake. That's a continuous choice. 
So that's really what's going on here. It's not, he's making it like, oh, she went out on Friday night, got drunk and hooked up with a dude. And we're all like up in arms because of that. That's not what we're up in arms about. I just personally think this was the wrong road for Oliver. He can have whatever opinion he wants. We all can, but him trying to defend her, it's kind of, it's kind of comical, to be honest. It's kind of comical. It's like, this is the same girl you made out with. And then your estranged wife, the mother of your child, went ham on you on Instagram about cheating. And now this is what you're doing. I also don't think maybe he is dialed into the totality of the situation. Because honestly, the way he's talking is just like I said. He thinks he's on a scripted show. Oh, my co-stars showed up. We had a makeout scene. She's super hot. You know, then we had another scene. Then we went out to dinner. You know, what's the big deal? What's wrong? People make mistakes. No big deal. I don't know. It's bizarre. It's weird. Let's keep going. Just, I think, you know, if you were ever to run into each other, possibly Lala and I will have a conversation and we'll take it from there. He continued. If we run into each other again, that'd be great. I'd be happy to see her. So now he's keeping the door open for Lala too. Okay, Oliver. He's like, hey, I didn't know she wanted, she was down. But if she's down, hey, I'll see it. You see what I'm saying? Discussing his new employment at Lisa Vanderpump's Vegas restaurant, Oliver claimed he and his boss had a talk right after he was hired. Lisa was like, you know, I'm so happy to have you on and everything. And she was like, but don't mess with me. I'm a lion. And I was like, oh, I never would. I never, never would. He, let, he later expressed, I will say, Lisa, the reason why she's so powerful, she's so rich, she's so smart, nothing is on accident. I really don't believe in any coincidences, especially when it comes to Lisa. Lisa's, Lisa definitely is a calculated, you know, she's doing, she does her thing, man. She's serious. She doesn't play. When asked if he's considered dating Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Erica, who came on to him at his mom's birthday party, Oliver answered, my mother would, I, that's, that's. That's theirs probably. Okay. I have got a lot going on in my life. I will skip and dodge that one. Let's read into that one. I think what that... (laughs) And let me know what you think. And I actually like Oliver. I do. I do. Just because I don't agree with his particular approach to the situation is not me bashing Oliver by any means. I know you guys don't think that, but I'm just saying that in case there's any like new candy canes who who don't get the vibe here. I actually like Oliver. I think he's a great guy, but I want to decipher that code. I think that code was, yeah, I would smash Erica. I wouldn't date Erica, but I'd only smash her if my mom didn't find out. (laughs) That's what I think his answer really meant was when he was like, would you ever consider dating Erica? He was like, oh, my mother would. I, I got a lot going on. I think he would. I think he'd sleep with Erica if he thought that no one would find out. That's what I think. Okay, here we go. He was also asked which would be worse, bringing Erica or Lisa Renna to his mom's home. He goes, I don't even think I'd make it to the door. That is hilarious. I wouldn't even make it to the gate. Mom isn't having that. Addressing the previous scandal on last season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, when Erica drunkenly told Garcelle's younger son to get the F out of the room, Oliver suggested it was made into a bigger deal than it actually was. Oliver, 
Oliver, Oliver. Wrong road. Wrong road. He goes, my brother wasn't phased by it. I think that, you know, the drinks had been flowing. I'm not making an excuse for her. You know, she was out of line, but I don't think it was that, that it was as crazy as it came out to be, especially because my little brother like checked in on him after it happened. And I was like, bro, you good? And he was like, yeah, what are you talking? I'm like, not even tripping. Oliver. What is going on, Oliver? This is the thing. And this is just how I feel. And I want you guys to put down your opinions too, of course, because I want all of us to share our opinions. But just, and being the younger sister, I'm the youngest in my family. If my sibling or parent does not ferociously defend me, there is a problem. I'm not saying overreact. I'm not saying disrespect. I'm not saying any of that. What I am saying is it just makes Oliver look, I don't even know what the word is, but are you effing kidding me? Are you kidding me? This grown, drunken woman who in one breath was like, let me have a threesome with you and your baby mama. And then in the next breath was cussing out your 14-year-old brother. And you have the audacity to be like, yo, it wasn't that big of a dude. It wasn't that big of a problem. See, this is why I felt the way about you, Oliver, the way I felt when you were defending um, Rachel Raquel. You had so much in defense of Rachel Raquel. Where is your where is your in defense of your brother? Where is that? Where is in the defense of your mother? Because when he said, would you ever date Erica? You didn't say no. You didn't say no. You said, oh, my mother would. Oh, I'm going to dodge that one. Uh -uh. That's not a no. That's a yeah, I'd smash the homie if nobody would find out. That's what that meant. That's why I'm looking at you sideways, Oliver. You know, and I'm going to have to do my Tyra Banks moment. We were all rooting for you. We were rooting for you. But I don't know what this is. I don't know what this is. I don't know what this is. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Let's keep going. Oliver claimed it wouldn't surprise him to hear the recent bot attacks against his brother were perhaps coming from Renna or Diana Jenkins. Well, finally, your head's on straight. And this is kind of confirmation from what we already said, thought, how Garcelle's own investigation revealed who was behind the bots, and that's why Lisa Renna ultimately got fired. Let's keep going. He goes, I don't think that would be the craziest thing to happen, he said. I guess we'll, we'll wait and see. Because remember, Garcelle did her own investigation. So for Oliver to say he wouldn't be surprised if it was Rinna and Diana behind the bots, maybe he has insight, insider knowledge. 
He also shared why he left Los Angeles. The reason that I moved to Las Vegas from LA is to get away from the lifestyle that I was living. And it's funny. People are like, you moved to Vegas to stop partying? And it's like, well, you know what? I just had to get out of LA. I wanted to be close enough to my family that I could still give back. But for years, I had been praying and trying to do all types of different things to try to get my addictions and stuff like that under control. And I remember after my son was born, I was just like, this light switch just changed. Oliver, I get the need to want to be get out of LA. That's what I'm doing. That's why I don't have my backdrop. I'm out of LA. I totally get it. I'm in um Palm, Palm Desert, Palm Springs. If I see Lala or Sheena, I'll let you guys know since they they have houses here. But Oliver. Oliver, 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 Oliver. I'm sorry, but this whole interview you did everything you said, except for the fact about Rena and Diana being against Botgate has me really squinting at you really hard and not a good way and not a good way. I, I don't know. This just doesn't sit well with me. It just doesn't sit well. Like I get the comments, you know, we can all have our own opinion. We can all be open-minded, but at the end of the day, you need to ride for your mother and your brother. Making use it not to make an excuse for Erica, but you made an excuse for Erica. You did you diminished and dismissed her, you know, verbal attack against your brother. Like I saw the scene. We all saw the scene. He was affected. He looked like he wanted to cry. He's a 14-year-old boy. So to give Erica a pass on cussing out your own on your own brother? Also, I don't know. And then the whole defending Rachel Raquel, like, miss me with that. And the whole, like, why are people going after Sandoval, um, not Sandoval and her? I'm sorry. At the end of the day, there is no such thing as 100% 50-50. We live in an actual world, not in theoreticals I think that we have gone after Sandoval and Raquel as hard there's also the difference between it's not just like and what Rachel and what Rachel Raquel did also had more weight to it I get it Tom Sandoval was the one who was in the relationship with Ariana we get that duh check however not only did Rachel Raquel and my in what in what we were coming to find out cheat on James who she was engaged with either emotionally or sexually but she also completely betrayed one of her really good friends Ariana it's not like Tom Sandoval was having this um re relationship with some random girl that Ariana had no connection to and then now we're all going after this girl like she's horrible and all of this stuff. She still would be horrible and bad. But in that case, it would be more to Sandoval. But she not only screwed over, um, not only was she doing that with a guy who was already, quote, taken, but also to her friend. Oliver, I don't know. Oh, this is what I was going to say. Now, this is the thing. Exactly, Sarah content. Exactly. Let's be honest. His answers were a very straight male, just not emotionally intelligent at all. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I was gonna say this. Um, I I don't know, and I want to be as sensitive as possible because I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to actually like understand and put things into its right context. But we also have to remember that Oliver maybe did not grow up with the younger siblings in the same way. I don't know what their relationship is, right? I don't know what the deal is. But we have to remember Oliver, you know, he's fought substance abuse and addictions. He's, he's talked about it. Garcella's talked about it. So I don't know how present he was when the boys were growing up. You know, the boys are now 14, 15, 15. They're still in high school. Oliver is literally a grown man with a whole family doing the whole thing. You know, it, he, he's a product of Garcelle's first marriage, you know, first relationship or whatever it was. And the boys and Garcelle kind of had their own different life in Beverly Hills, if that makes sense, with Garcelle's um, ex-husband, who's their dad, you know? So maybe there's like a disconnect there, but this is the thing. I I don't even care about that, to be honest. I just said that because I'm trying to work it out with you guys. I'm trying to work out the different dynamics, you know, as we all talk and work through stuff. But honestly, now that I've talked it out with you guys, scratch that. I actually don't give a damn about that. At the end of the day, you come from my family, especially my minor family, you're going to get all of the smoke. If someone did that to my niece or one of my nephews, you would get all of the smoke every day, all day. Every day, all day. And that's not even a sibling. That's not even a child. They feel like my children, though. <laughs> they feel like my children. I love them. Um, you would get all of the smoke. Even my adult siblings if you came for if like if you came for my, one of my sisters you would get a different version of me if you come for my family I sound like Meredith Marks my family my family but that's just how it is you know and then when he's talking about Rachel Raquel like she did nothing wrong you know running a red light that's an that's a mistake oh I meant to stop having sex with your friend's boyfriend for about a year and wearing matching sweatshirts, matching lightning bolt necklaces, him dressing up as you for Halloween, you having sex in their home is not a mistake. That's a personality. That's a disorder. That's a choice. Miss me with this, Oliver. You know, I've talked myself into not liking you. <laughs> I've talked my, cause I'm looking at every single argument in your favor and none of it's none of it's tracking or making sense. Exactly, Miss T. Exactly. Cheaters don't think cheating is wrong. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, Oliver, miss me with this. Miss me with this. All right, we gotta move on to the next story. Cause I've been just a talking, 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 talking. We gotta move on to the next story. So we're gonna move on to the next story, but put your comments down below. Like the video, subscribe, share, join the newsletter, you know, do it, do it, do it. All right, let's move on to our next story. All right, this one is Thirsty Kyle. Thirsty Kyle, thirsty, thirsty. All right, so this one is uh, from Reality Blurb. It says, as production continues on season 13 of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, 
OG Kyle Richards' first confessional look of the new season has been revealed. Don't worry, you guys. I got the photo. I got the photo. I got the photo. I got the photo. Okay. Kyle's has Kyle has made headlines over the past several months of her new for her new body after she explained that she embarked on a whole new fitness journey that included grueling workout regimens and cutting out carbs and alcohol. So it comes as no surprise that in her new look, the actress is showing off her toned arms in a sleeveless hot pink dress with her hair styled in a loose bun. I have the photo. I'll, I'll, I'll pop it up in a second. She completed her look with a multicolored silver necklace. Kyle, just come out and tell the world you were on Ozempic or something like it. The New Jersey girl, Dolores, came out. She said, I'm on Ozempic. Marge came out and she's she said, I'm on peptides. Girl, bye. <laughs> you're you're on a you're on a Ozempic like cocktail that your doctor put together. It was basically the same exact cocktail. It's just like saying, I'm not taking uh, I'm not taking aspirin, I'm taking ibuprofen. I'm not taking ibuprofen, I'm taking Advil. Shut up, you're taking stuff. You know what I mean? You you are chasing you you you're taking stuff. Get out of here. Now, this is the confessional look a couple of things here oh and i wish i would have got the um the screenshot of her hands now kyle is 54 and i'm not age shaming you know we don't do that over here we don't shame anybody we, we get into it we judge we talk we have our opinions we tea we shade but we don't shame anybody but this is the thing a, I think this is heavy filter. Like, I don't think this is what her skin looks like in real life. I think that this is heavy, heavy makeup, lighting, and also an actual filter. Because this is from Instagram. Um, it was uh, Glam by Pam. That's her glam person. I also think this is an actual in um, Instagram filter. So I don't even think her skin really looks like this. But what you didn't get in the filter, and I wish I would have got the screenshot. I'm sorry, you guys. I'm slipping. I'm slipping. The face had the filter, but the hand didn't, you know? It's like if I had a filter, right? And it's like, oh, filter my face. And then the hand was over here, but the filter only got the face and you could see the rest of the hand. It was like that. Her hand looked like, are they called like Madonna hands? Like all decrepit and dehydrated and bony and veiny and all that stuff. And even though she has all of this filter going on, I think, Kyle herself, her look, she seems to have aged. Like she looks more weathered than anything else, if that makes sense. And I'm not saying this in a mean way. I'm saying it in a way of I think the, the fast weight loss kind of took the youthfulness, the plump out of her face. Like I have a little like chubby face. I love it. Mm. But you know what I mean? I think it's sort of like I think the weight loss has aged her. Like the hands were all cre creepy looking. The face was look all looking creepy. I think the weight loss has really aged her. It's kind of dehydrated her face. It's kind of dehydrated her hands and her body. She looks kind of crinkly. And I also, who the hell did this? Glam by Pam, girl by. The hair to me is looking, again, it's aging her. Why do you have your hair in a weird bun Twindle, like you look, I don't even like where is this from? The hoops and the weird necklace. 
The necklace looks cheap to me. Looks like cute. I don't know. The hoops. It's like doing the absolute most without doing anything at all. If that makes sense. Anyway, let's keep going. Let's keep going. The new video showcasing the look was originally posted by Kyle's makeup artist, Pamela Bergardi, and it features Kyle applying lip liner during the film's break. So this is it. These are screenshots from the video. The, the clip quickly caught the attention of fellow housewives and fans of like. The Real Housewives of Orange County star Emily Simpson gave the image a like. Kyle's daughter, Farah posted, wow. Fans took the comment section with one praising, this look is everything and more. Really? I don't think so. And I'm not even talking about the weight loss at this point. I don't think the hair is good on Kyle. The makeup, sure, whatever. But the hoops and the necklace and the weird thing, it, it's too many. It's, it's, like, it's like three different thoughts in one without having an actual look. That makes sense. Okay. Another comment on Kyle's jury is stating that necklace is everything. It looks cheap to me. I'm not trying to be mean. It looks, it looks very cheap. Anyway, let's keep going. While Kyle, while Kyle may be busy filming confessionals for the time being, the reality star is still in high demand. According to Variety, it's just been revealed that she has signed on to appear in a new LGBTQ holiday rom-com titled The Holiday Exchange. Poor the Daily Mail, the plot will center on a man named Wild, who has just sold his company is now facing the holidays as a single man. He ends up deciding to swap houses on an LGBTQ app with the handsome Brill, Brillfax bred Oliver. Isn't that just called, isn't that just the movie The Holiday? Except for the, it's, it's with um, <laughs> two gay men. Anyway, let's keep going. In their efforts to escape their woes, each end up meeting respective handsome locals in the forms of Julius and Henry, who will spice up their lives. Yeah, that is the movie The Holiday with Cameron Diaz, who I freaking love. I love Cam Cam. Um, Jude Law. Kate Winslet, who is a freaking force. And who's the other? And Jack Black. So this basically is the holiday, except for Cameron Diaz and Kate Winslet are now two gay guys. Okay. And when we use gay or LGBTQ, we already, I already know my candy canes know this, but just in case any new people are listening, it's always from respect and inclusivity. We are open and, and inclusive here. Okay. Open and inclusive here. And respectful. There's no word yet on when production will begin on the film. The Real Housewives of Beverly star and former child star actress has been steering her career more toward feature films and away from rally television in recent years. Really? The only, most notably, Kyle recently reprised her role as Lindsay Wallace in the Halloween franchise alongside her friend and co-star Jamie, Lynn Kurt, Jamie Lee Curtis, who also made surprise appearances on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Now, this is where I'm like, reality blurb, you gotta check yourself. Number one. Has Kyle been trying to do more acting lately? The whole Halloween thing, I heard, I didn't watch it. I heard she was in it for like five minutes and had like five lines. No tea, no shade. There are no small actors. It's fine. You know, you get a role, you rock it, you roll it. All good. But the only other acting that Kyle has done has been through like Bravo and Peacock. Those like little housewives holiday movies, which seems like this movie is an alignment. And, you know, it seems very lifetime, very Hallmark channel 
maybe it's going to be like a peacock rom-com or something like that. So I don't know why they're trying to act like, you know, she's Meryl Streep or, you know, she's Kate Winslet out here, you know, winning Oscars. Like, please stop. Please stop. Exactly. Sean says, wow, she looks like a brunette Dorit. We've also been talking about that. We've also been talking about that, how she's been morphing into into Ding Dong Dorit. The weight loss, lightening the hair, the brunette of it all. I mean, yeah. I want to know what you guys think, though. Like, first, what do you think about this look? It's not hitting for me. It's not landing. It's a little all over the place. I don't, I don't know what's going on here. I also think she's kind of doing a little bit of an FU to Lisa Vanderpump. Check me if I'm reading in too much into this, but I feel like the pink, I kind of feel like anytime the faux Fox 5 wear pink, they're trying to do an FU to LVP because we all know like pink is like her color. Am I reading too much into it? What do you guys think? And what do you think about her weight loss and her look? I, I'm kind of just like, Kyle, just come out and say it. You know, you're taking something or you took something, something happened. It's a lot. It's a lot. And speaking of Ding Dong Dorit, do you guys think the Mauricio cheating rumor will be addressed on the show? I'm kind of feeling like it's not going to be addressed. And that kind of pisses me off. That it kind of pisses me off. Because the reason why I don't think it's going to be addressed is because it seems like Dorit and Kyle are back to pretending to be happy families. And by that, it seems like Dorit and Kyle are pretending again like they're best friends. I don't think Dorit is friends with anybody, to be honest. I think Dorit is friends with herself, PK, and maybe like her family and her other friends. But I don't think that Dorit really rides for any of these women in any real way. I think she uses Kyle to stay on the show for relevancy, for all of that. But I don't think Dorit's actually anybody's friend. So Foxy says, Kyle looks sad, to be honest. That's actually another good point. I'm happy you brought that up. That's actually another good point because I do think a lot of Kyle's spiral is because she's deeply unhappy. Some of it by her own hand, the way you treated Kim, the way you treated Kathy, you got your karma back. Because you can't do people dirty like that and expect us to actually like you. We don't. So some of it's by her own hand. But I also think that the Dorit and Mauricio rumors, I think her realizing she got played by by Lisa Rinna and everything else, even though she still says she's kind of friends with her and all that. I just don't think that Kyle's is in a good place. I think that's why she lost all the weight. I think that's why she got the four tattoos. She got the six nose job. She can barely string a sentence along. Like, if you watch Kyle talk, like, go to her you, her Instagram and go to when she does the Amazon Lives. She can barely string a sentence together. She's always like, oh, you guys. And, like, well, like, it's very, like, weird to watch her talk. It's very, like, I think there's really something going on with her. You know? So I don't know what you guys think. Put it down below, okay? And then we're going to move on to our last story. But before we do that, you know what to do. Go ahead, like the video, subscribe, share, 
join our newsletter down below. All right, you guys, let's get into it. And then I'm going to drop the link because I'm tired of talking. <laughs> but with that, let's get into our next story. All right, this one is all about Vanderpump Rules with Katie Maloney, Tom, Ariana, and obviously Rachel Raquel. All right, so let's start with Katie spilling the tea on Nick's podcast. It says Vanderpump Rules, Katie Maloney, and this is from Reality Blurb, claim Tom Sandoval and Raquel friendship reeked of cheating before the affair was exposed. She also slammed Solis Raquel, who reportedly dated Tom while he was still in a relationship with longtime girlfriend Ariana Maddox. From Katie's bird's eye view, the star spotted some red flags amid the affair. In an interview for the Vile Files, I always slaughter this guy's last name. He was on The Bachelor. I think subconsciously I do it on purpose. I don't know. I got to look into that. Anyway, let's keep going. Katie claimed she could see how very close Raquel and Tom were becoming. I started realizing when Ariana is not around, they'll they'll, they'll still be hanging out, said Katie via page six. If Ariana chooses not to go to a party or an event, Tom and Raquel will just go together. Though Katie indicated that it's fine to have platonic friends, there was something off about the situation. The star continued, something reeked of cheating to me. Katie said she would have drawn attention to Tom and Arkell's matching necklaces shaped as lightning bolts if she were closer to the co-stars. I notice things my friends are wearing, especially something all the time, and ask, is that new? What's the significance? She explained. At the time, however, Katie was in a cheap seat watching from the outside of their friendship group, though she could see everything that was happening. A lightning bolt is not like a heart or a butterfly, Katie added. It's not like it's cute. Katie suggested that Ariana was so close to the situation that she couldn't see what was happening. The star also slammed Raquel as a soulless and thick scold with no shame and poor judgment. Now, this is the thing. And then we'll get into more about um, Ariana and all that stuff. Now, this is the thing. Oh, good, good night, Eileen. Good night, sweetheart. This is the thing. Katie, I ride with you, but not on the reason why you didn't say anything. You could have definitely said something to Ariana. Katie and Ariana are close. So you can't say that you are watching from a bird's eye view and you are from the cheap seats and you couldn't say anything. So this is either one of two things. Either one, you saw the red flags and you chose not to tell your really good friend or say anything. And that's a choice. And that's okay. That's a choice you can make. Because sometimes you're like, you know what? If I say something, they're going to sh- they're gonna shoot the messenger. They're going to be mad at me. They're going to be like, Candy, my, hu- my boyfriend, my husband, they're not cheating on me. Are you jealous? Blah, 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 blah. And then we're going to fall out. So I get coming from a place of, I don't, I may not have proof. I just have a feeling. I have coincidences, but I don't want to say it and then get the smoke. I don't want to be shot as the messenger. So that I get. So there's that. And you just made the choice not to tell her, or you really didn't see the signs in the moment. But as we all know, Tom, Tom Sandoval using the, the, 
the ideology or the thought, the thought, the idiom incorrectly, you know, now you actually have hindsight being 2020. He used it incorrectly when he was talking to TMZ about it, but we're using it correctly. Um, now that hindsight being 2020, now you can go back and be like, oh yeah, now I, I, I did notice that. I did notice that. I did notice that. But it's not that you noticed it in the moment and you weren't close enough to Ariana to not say anything to her. That's just simply not true. You may not have been close enough to Tom because you and Tom beef all the time because Tom never liked you because he's in love with Schwartz. You may not have been close enough to Raquel, to Rachel, which is fine, but you sure as hell has been close enough to Ariana. Like literally the two of you are opening up a sandwich shop together. So if you are opening up a sandwich shop with this woman, literally you're going into business with her, but yet you're not close enough to say to her, hey girl, you know, there might be a fly in the milk in your relationship. BS. BS, 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 BS. So I think the reality of the situation, what makes the most logical sense is one of the two things. Either one, you really didn't see the signs until looking back on it, which is also fine because you had a lot going on in your own life. You were getting divorced. You're selling your house. You're starting over. It's a new chapter. I get that. You know what I mean? You have a lot going on in your own life. So to miss the signs in somebody else's life is completely understandable. But I don't think that you saw the signs and you weren't close enough to Ariana not to tell her. That doesn't make any sense. That just doesn't make any sense. I think you're saying that now in this context because you realize, you know what I mean? You don't, you don't want to be like, I knew and didn't say anything to her. Because then that also happens, right? When you're the friend and you're like, well, if I said something, I thought you would like be defensive and be mad at me and shoot the messenger. But then also on the flip side of that, when they do find out, and of course you're like, who knew, you know, if your person's cheating on you, the first thing you're going to say is, well, who knew and didn't tell me? So there's also that side of the coin, right? Where it's now, it's like, well, you knew my man was cheating on me and you call yourself my friend and you didn't tell me? There's also that side of the coin. Sometimes it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. So I think Katie is trying to not get into the like, you, I knew and I didn't tell her situation because she's so close to Ariana and they're friends, if that makes sense, right? Now, let's also not forget Lala kind of spilled the beans. I forgot which podcast she's on because there's so many podcasts. There's Sheena's shenanigans, give them Lala, Katie's podcast. Everybody has a podcast. I have a podcast. We all have podcasts. You get a podcast. You get a podcast. You Okay, let me stop. Getting carried away, guys. All right. She's on somebody's podcast. And she spilled the beans and she was like, yeah, like we all knew. Lala said that. She's like, yeah, she's like, we all knew, but we just didn't say anything. And then you get everything coming out. Tom and Raquel were caught under were caught under the covers together. Tom and Raquel had three hours away um, in Mexico by themselves where no one can find them. You know, um, the matching necklaces, dressing up, this, that, and the third, all the stuff coming out. Uh, Jamie's behind-the-scene footage. Jamie is Sheena's friend who took footage of them. All of that came out on their podcast. So now everybody's being like, yeah, we all saw, we all saw, we all saw, but yet nobody said anything to Ariana. Now, this is the thing. I also think Ariana knew on some level, on some gut, but I'm not blaming her by any means. Just because I think on some spiritual, emotional, energetic knowing 
Because like you always know, but that doesn't mean that you've actually intellectually processed exactly what you know. Because sometimes it's too painful, right? So you can know something on your gut, spiritual, emotional level. You you know, like I, I know my man is cheating on me. Like you know it. But you haven't actually allowed yourself to process it because it's too painful. And when it's too painful, that's when your mind says, nope, we're going to deny. We're going to numb. That's why denial is so strong. That's why numbing, we're going to distract. Your mind does all of these things because it's trying to protect you from the pain of truly on a conscious level being like the person I am with is clearly cheating on me. You see what I'm saying? So I'm not blaming her for that. I'm not saying any of this is her fault. It's not. It's not Ariana's fault by any means. Let's keep going. So this says Ariana Maddox was spotted arriving home on Monday following a short trip to Seattle, Washington, where she was shooting her new Lifetime movie, Buying Back My Daughter, with what appeared to be a hickey. Now, Buying Back My Daughter, it's with um, Megan Good. Shout out to Megan Good. I think she's gorgeous and amazing and fantastic. So it's with Megan Good. And it's kind of ironic because the premise is very is very similar to um, Garcelle's Lifetime movie. So Garcelle's Lifetime movie, which she's also a producer on, it's about um, Black girls missing um, and raising awareness around that. And then Ariana's movie is also about a woman whose daughter is sold, I believe, into like sex trafficking. And she has to, just like the title says, buy her back. Let's keep going. As the Vanderpump Rules cast member returned to the $2 million home, she and Tom Sandoval still share for the first time since he and Raquel spent time there last week. Ariana was seen potentially showing off a love bruise. In a series of photos shared by the Daily Mail, and that's what's on the screen, you can kind of see it. Um, On April 3rd, Ariana was seen walking from her white Lincoln sedan to her house in a gray sweatshirt, a pair of black pants, and Adidas sneakers with a Starbucks food item in hand, and her hair pulled back in a high ponytail. In other Pump Rules news, Ariana was recently gifted the full collection of actress Shay Mitchell's luggage labels, Base, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, I think it means kiss, which previously threw shade at Raquel online. As fans may have seen, the brand dissed Raquel in the comments section of a post that featured Sandoval's mistress sporting its Weekender bag, um, which retails for 108 bucks, and she made her way out of Sandoval and Ariana's home last week. Now, this is a side note. Base, the, the bag, I should have got a screenshot of it, guys. I'm sorry. Super cute. Like, I actually really like their their stuff. It's a super cute line. Um, one of my really good friends would, like, DM or she, like, texted me, and she, like, she's, like, I have this back. I was, like, I know. And it was, like, really funny. But it's a super – it's a really super cute line. But they said, PSA, this is not a sponsored post, wrote in their message, we provide the bag, not the baggage. But that didn't stop Raquel from stepping out with their collection again. In fact, just days later, she was photographed arriving to the airport with the same bag, as well as an additional large beige bag. According to the report from page six, on April 4th, Katie Maloney told Nick on his podcast on Tuesday that the um, fashion brand sent Ariana the whole collection after its post. 
She also reacted to Sandoval saying that hindsight is 2020 when asked about his potential regrets in regard to his and Raquel's affair, slamming the admission as one of his lame platitudes and adding that Raquel is very rehearsed with no real emotional behind with no real emotion behind her statements. At the end of the last month, Sandoval spoke to TMZ, saying that when it came to his cheating, he could have handled things way better. He then addressed the negative reviews on Schwartz and Sandy's, which he co-owns with Tom Schwartz, he received. It's tough, man. I honestly don't even want to comment on it, but yeah, it's been tough, Sandoval said. The, um, the, they say time heals all wounds, so we'll have to wait and see what happens. Dun, 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 dun. This is the thing. I don't know if that is a hickey or not. It could be, I don't know. Maybe the curling iron hit the neck the wrong way. Maybe, I don't know. I hope it's a hickey. I hope it is. I hope I hope Ariana is living her best life. I hope she's having lots of great sex. I hope that she is loving her body and loving herself. I hope she's healing. I hope she's happy. I hope she's busting it open. I hope she's living her best life and is just being happy and is not letting this whole situation get her down because it shouldn't. What I think this entire story missed, which was actually the coolest aspect of the entire situation, is that on her shirt, can you guys see? It says queen. It says queen on her shirt. It's like embroidered on the side, which I think is actually the coolest thing about the whole situation. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right, you guys. But I want to know what you think. Like, what do you think about Katie Maloney's excuse? I just wasn't that close to anybody to say anything. Girl, you're opening up a sandwich shop with a chick. You could have said, girl, listen, don't shoot the messenger, but this is what's going on. Who knows? It's a tough call. What do you think about Tom and Rachel Raquel? Oh, this is also a thing. Don't forget that when Ariana went to Seattle to shoot her film, that was also the same exact time when Rachel Raquel was spotted after having a sleepover in Ariana's house. And I'm calling it Ariana's house, not Tom and Ariana's house, Ariana's house. I get it. I get it. They both own it. Ariana's house, like the audacity of it all, the audacity of it all. And this is the thing. And I think this is and this is another reason why, because we talked about it earlier, you know, Oliver defending her. This is another reason why it's so disgusting and not, quote, just a mistake. Let's just pretend for shits and giggles. Let's just pretend Tom Sandoval and Rachel Raquel really are in love and they're going to go live happily ever after. If that is true, then you don't, why, why continuously embarrass and humiliate Ariana? If you want to go to his house, excuse me, their house, if you want to go to their house for this sleepover before he flies out of town, couldn't you have gone in a back door couldn't you have gone on a, in a side door? Couldn't you have gone, I don't know, snuck in some type of way? But to be so brazen, to do it in broad daylight after you called the paparazzi, because honestly, they call the paparazzi all the time to get the paparazzi shots. Why do you have to continuously try to humiliate her and embarrass and hurt her? That's the evil part of it. That's the disgusting part. Let's just pretend you guys really are in love. Great. Go off and be in love. Why the continual humiliation and disrespect? Why the continual flaunting of it all? That's what is really disgusting. 
really, really disgusting. The continual humiliation of it all. Because I don't care what, and I, like, you know, they can say whatever they want. As a human being, it would be very, very hurtful that the moment I leave my home, you bring the next chick that you have been cheating on me with, who I used to call a friend, into my house where I lay my head for the whole entire world to see. That's a huge F you. So at the end of the day, they really are only doing it to be spiteful and to be hurtful. Because she could have came to his house any other type of way. He could have went to her house any type of way. When he did go to her apartment, they were also spotted. Paparazzi was there too. He could have done that any other type of way. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But I want to know what you guys think. It's like around my candy cane, so I'm about to drop the link. But I want to know what you guys think. Put it down below. What do you think about Ariana? Do you think this is a hickey? Yes, no, maybe so. What do you think about Katie's excuses? And what do you think about Tom and Rachel, Rachel, Raquel? But before you do that, you know what to do. Go ahead and like the video, subscribe and share, and join our newsletter, which is right down below. All right. So with that, guys, I'm going to drop the link in case anybody wants to come up. As always, there is no pressure. But if you want to... Welcome to The Soft Life with me, Candy Washington, where we explore all things self-love, manifestations, and relationships with a cheeky dash of pop culture news. So be sure to subscribe, share, and join us on Patreon. 